0: This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joel Sami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Sardorj, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit.
1: America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at AmericasRT.com. AmericasRT.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at AmericasRT. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, AmericasRT.com. Welcome to America's Roundtable.
0: On this segment presented on America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., we are truly honored to host Sarah Stern, the founder and president of the Endowment for Middle East Truth, a policy institute in Washington, D.C., founded in 2005. She has over four decades of experience working with policymakers on Capitol Hill, as well as members of the Knesset, the Israeli parliament. And on this note, we welcome Sarah Stern to America's Roundtable. Welcome, Sarah.
1: Welcome, Sarah. Thank you so much. Sarah, it is important to remind our fellow Americans that Israel is mourning the deaths of our 1,200 individuals brutally murdered by Iran-backed Hamas terrorists and other terrorist groups. Israel is also in the midst of providing hope and healing to 6,900 individuals injured on October 7, and is pressing for the release of all hostages, including Americans held captive in Gaza by terror groups. In the midst of this terrorist horrific attack and its aftermath, we are witnessing the brazen manifestation of anti-Semitism across America. Uh, Sarah, what is your message to our fellow Americans in light of these disturbing protests, and why should it matter to families across the United States? First of all, I'm finding it appalling and almost Kafkaesque
2: that on October 7th, My people had witnessed the worst pogrom imaginable, going back to the the worst days of the Nazi atrocities. Then by October 8th, the following day, there were students on college campuses throughout the United States calling for the genocide of my people, saying from the river to the sea, Palestine should be free, which leaves absolutely no room for Israel. And there were... Posters throughout major cities of the United States showing pictures of these innocent civilians, including babies, um, as, as young as 10 months old, now 10 months old, nine year, nine months old when he was abducted, maybe 11 months old by now, um, the Babish baby and his sister, his brother Ariel and his mother Um Innocent, innocent civilians, and people are ripping them down because they want to deny the facts, they want to deny the reality, they want to deny the truth. What motivates them? It could only be pure hatred. Mm. Very difficult for me to understand. As a proud American who was born in this country, you know, whose father fled the Nazis um, and my grandfather um, fled the Kazakhs and pogroms, I'm feeling like. You yeah, know, how could this be happening in the United States of America? And it's very, very disturbing to see this. I know something is really amiss, um, especially in our academic um, settings. It's been going on for decades now. Edward Said had started this at Columbia University. Um, At least 40 years ago, the late professor of comparative English literature um, and Khatam um, Bezian started this at Berkeley University. And for some reason, it has metastasized. And it's very, very easy um, now to say, I don't hate Jews. I just hate Israel. But face it, Israel is the Jewish state. Would one say, I don't hate French people, I just hate France? Hmm. The 21st century form of anti-Semitism is anti-Zionism, which to me is an assault on my very identity as a Jew, you know, and it's very sad because we have protections for all sorts of minority rights on college campuses and the kindergarten through 12th grade But there are no protections for Jewish students or Zionist students or conservative students. Um, and it's, it's really unacceptable that Jews nowadays, Jewish students feel that they have to cower in their dorm rooms. Some of them are afraid to cross the quad or to go out into the campus. Um, and it's, extremely difficult to understand this degree of hatred on our own soil.
0: Sarah, your organization, the Endowment for Middle East Truth, is hosting a very special event in Washington, D.C. next week, Tuesday, called the Rays of Light in the Darkness. Sarah, could you share with our engaged listeners about this important gathering in Washington and your organization's mission?
2: Our mission is to tell the truth about Israel's vital role in the Middle East. Um, we see Israel as the eastern outpost of Western democratic values. And we see support for Israel as coming back to the United States. It certainly comes back to our defense industry. Every penny that is spent for defense comes back here. Um But beyond that, we share democratic Western values in Israel. And I think part of the reason Israel is so um, detested around the world is because of these democratic values and because Israel and the Jewish people have brought the rule of law to the world um, and they don't like that. We, we actually do answer to a higher authority and people resent that tremendously. Um, so Ahmed is there essentially, um, to study all of the Middle East and we do. We, we study Saudi Arabia. We study Iran. We study Yemen. We study Syria, Lebanon, the entire Levant and all of the trends there. Um, and to convey um, these values and why it is so important to the average American that there be an Israel there. Israel is like the greatest aircraft carrier in the Middle East for our our sorts of values. Um, and we do have a wonderful dinner coming up next week on Tuesday. It is our um, biggest event of the year. We're honoring some. Courageous speakers of the truth that have gone against the grain of what is politically correct, quote unquote. Um, and sometimes at great risk. Um, for example, um, Representative Richie Torres is a phenomenal, um, speaker of the truth, despite the fact that he is Democrat, Black, Hispanic, um, gay and progressive, he is a strong, strong Zionist and supporter of Israel, and many people in his district and the South Bronx resent him for that. Um, and of course, we're honoring Senator Marsha Blackburn, who has been stalwart throughout her years in the Senate from Tennessee, and um, Congressman Mike Lawler um, from New York, who has supported um, bills such as sending home any kind of student who supports Hamas-affiliated groups, such as, um, you know, Students um, for Justice um, in Palestine um, and all sorts of other groups like that. Um, and we're also honoring Ambassador Urim Ettinger, who you know, has been a minister of congressional affairs with the Israeli embassy and basically has our wonderful hawkish point of view for the United States and for Israel. Um, and Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, who was like a ray of light in the darkness, who, you know, really helped shape the Abram Accords Um, As well as a very courageous young man who works for Amit, Hussein Abu Bakr Mansour. Hussein's brother is a jihadist. Um, He comes from Cairo, but he took a different direction because he has such a piercing critical intellect that he wanted to find out about my people, the Jewish people, um, which led him to the Israeli embassy in Cairo which led the people in Cairo to erroneously suspect that he was a Mossad agent and arrest him. Um, And thank God he got political asylum and is in the United States and is speaking the truth Mm. every day um, with me on Capitol Hill. So um, that dinner is coming up just this Tuesday, December 5th in the evening. And we are very grateful. We've always, always called our dinner the rays of light in the darkness dinner when we started it about 18 years ago. But this year, when we see the dark horizons of so much anti Semitism. All of these courageous speakers of the truth are truly rays of
0: light in the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sarah, we truly appreciate your principal leadership here in Washington, D.C., and across America, and engaging our fellow Americans on the importance of strengthening America's ties with Israel, and especially during this very difficult hour, as we've been discussing over these past few minutes, and we look forward to having you on America's Roundtable again, and learning more about some of the key initiatives uh, that you are working on and how we can better educate the next generation of Americans and the next generation of leaders. And uh, we thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us. Uh, Sarah Stern is the founder and president of the Endowment for Middle East Truth. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you
2: so much, Sarah. Thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on December 12th at your wonderful event, for Israel. Thank Thank you. you so much.
0: This is America's Roundtable from Washington D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit, in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and SuperTalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Jolán and Sami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Sardorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit.
1: America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com. americasrt.com Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at AmericasRT. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, americasrt.com.